Welcome to Unpopular Black Thoughts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unpopular Black Thoughts. I'm your host, Kyle Alexander. I'm here with my co-host, Jalen Caravaggio. Jalen, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a minute since the last time we've done an episode. Yeah. Back again. Back again. Yeah, like you said, we back at it again. It's now July, and it's been a lot going on with, you know, everybody, more black people celebrating Juneteenth and the whole um, July 4th. I remember on Twitter, it was like a um, something that was trending. It said um, F the 4th that was trending on Twitter. But, um, yeah, so this episode, we're going to go over some uh, comments and posts made by NFL players Drew Brees and Deshaun Jackson. We want to talk about the NBA coming back on July 30th and the messages that they're going to be putting out for Black Lives Matter. And we're also going to be talking about um, probably the worst can uh, president candidate of all time, Kanye West, running for 2020. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're going to hop right into it. So the first topic is going to be Drew Brees and Deshaun Jackson. Now, um, in case you guys forgot or aren't aware, Drew Brees was in an interview like a couple weeks ago, or I think it was like a month or two ago, and somebody asked him about his point, his views on kneeling for the flag and stuff. And Drew Brees said that he doesn't, he's not going to stand for anybody disrespecting the flag. And a lot of people gave him backlash for um, saying that. And I believe Alvin Kamara decided to sit down and talk to him and educate him on the real reason behind the protests and stuff. And now, just like a couple of days ago, you got Deshaun Jackson posting a Hitler quote. And, yeah, you know, that's not a, it's a bad look, you know, because you never want to quote Hitler for anything. But um, the quote he was this is the quote that Hitler said or that he got from Hitler. It says, because the white Jews know that the Negroes are the real children of Israel and to keep America's secret, the Jews will blackmail America. America, their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they were. The white citizens of America will be terrified to know that all this time they've been mistreating and discriminating the lyn- and lynching the children of Israel. So that's the actual quote. Now, I kind of have mixed feelings on that. So, uh, Jalen, you want to give your take on that or your opinion on the yeah. quote in Drew Brees? Dude, I'm I'm just hearing about Deshaun Jackson, and yeah. I, I don't understand why he would quote Hitler. But I mean, it just it's just like you said, it's just a bad look. Like why? Like like where did that come from? Like I don't know where that came from. Like, do you know why he's like why he tweeted that? Or he yeah, I think it was I think it was because he was trying to use that to like for some for the Black Lives Matter movement. I've been hearing he tweeted that the. I guess not like compare it, but like to use that as part of like to educate people for the Black Lives Matter movement. Hold on for a second. Oh, but um, basically, I think he was trying to post that to like support the Black Lives Matter movement or something like it was like um to show I guess to show like the real history of like white people going against black people. But the thing, cause um yeah, I think that was just like the real reason. It was like to do something with Black Lives Matter. Yeah, but you don't do that by quoting Hitler. It doesn't. Yeah, like, you don't do that. That was 
Definitely. I don't know. I don't know who, what made him make that tweet. But it just wasn't that. That's just not what you're supposed to do at all. You're just not supposed to do that. I'm. I don't know really what else to say about Deshaun Jackson. It's just like, how do you? You, you can't be. It, oh my God! You can't. You can't be sitting here trying to advocate and support the Black Lives Matter movement, but then try to right. vote Hitler. Like, nah. You you don't do that. Right. Because especially if you when you quote Hitler, that's just gonna. Um, give you backlash and take um, the focus away from the movement itself. Right. It's just like like why? Like why? It just makes you look bad. And it's it's like I don't care about the quote. It's just the quote that the quote came from Hitler. That's what I'm saying. But like man, like that it's just I don't that's oh I don't even know man. Like that's just so weird. So weird. And, and you, as far as Drew Brees, we ended up uh, speaking about it. But I think, like, I still think, like, I think I really did think, like, Drew Brees does not know. Like, he, he just was, wasn't was under, like, he was just unaware. Like, mm-hmm. nobody told him. Like, like, like we said, like, I have family members that participated in wars. Right. And, and they're black. And so it's like, I mean... If you want to say anybody disrespect the flag, we're not disrespecting the flag. We're we're disrespecting what the flag represents itself. What the flag represents itself, and that's what I think the perspective of. Where it's like we're kneeling, and what we're what we're kneeling, we're kneeling for, for the fact that you're saying liberty and freedom, in which that's the flag that was what it represents, and so it does. It's the flag doesn't give that. That freedom to everybody. It gives liberty right. towards the black people and freedom towards the white people. Right. It's just and, more going against the like the fallacy of which the flag, uh, which they believe the flag stands for, when really it's not all that. Right. Yeah. And it's just like he, they, they, he just doesn't realize that like that black people were some of the 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 best, some of the best fighting forces were black. I forgot what um what regiment it was inside of World War Two. But they had some of the some of the best attacks in in that European Middle East area. You talking and about they was in the planes? Yep. Oh the red tails? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. And I guess he just doesn't know about them at all. But at, at the same time it's like he just didn't know. And I think that since Michael Thomas he ended up I think he ended up tweeting about it. He was like, um, I forgot what he said, but basically he was like, um, since that that's done, we can just move on and just continue doing what we're doing. Right. Even after that conversation. So I think that he, he really just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. And then we can just move on from there, honestly. Yeah. Especially since, um, listen, his teammate Alvin Kamara sat down with him, had a discussion, told him, like, um, and, like, educated him on, like, the actual situation and stuff. Right. And listen, it's just because, like, like you said with Drew Brees, um, I just think the comment was ignorant because it's after all this time he still doesn't like know what the actual cost is, like causes, like why they we've been protesting. But right, I I agree with some of the people, like some of the white people, who say they shouldn't be calling him a racist because that doesn't make him a racist. It was just I just think it was an ignorant post. Like, same with Deshaun Jackson. Like both of them, the comment 
uh, Drew Brees' comment and Deshaun Jackson's post were both made out of ignorance, and it um, upset different uh, demographics. Like Drew Brees upset the African American population, and Deshaun Jackson upset the Jewish population, and that's why that's why it's been a lot of people saying, "Why isn't Deshaun Jackson getting a lot of backlash and all that?" I was just saying because my view on it is that the at first I was saying the quote itself wasn't that bad until somebody was saying. Um, pointed out for me. I don't know how I skipped it, but if you go back and read the quote, it was saying how Jewish people were going to like take over, sort of like over, like take over and stuff. Now, I agree with the ending part where it said the um, black people are like the children of Israel because if you read, you know, if you read the Bible, they're the first. They are the like the first children of Israel. Like if you go back to the Exodus with Moses and all that. Right. Um. Yeah, and like I said, it was just the, the source is the main is like the only bad thing really about it though, because the again you never want to uh, quote somebody who's had mass genocides and killed people in the worst way possible, right? But and I do admire what Deshaun Jackson doing. He apologized. He did a public apology, and he's educating himself on the um he's educating himself on the topic because I know he just met with a um anti and what's the name anti Semitic group. And he met with a, a Holocaust survivor on Zoom, and he told him about. I guess he told him about everything that happened. And what's his name? Also, I admire how these athletes um, come together. Like with Alvin Kamara, he, like I said, sat down with Drew Brees, talk, and how Julian Edelman spoke. I said, um, "Deshaun Jackson, I'll make you a deal. I'll take you to the Holocaust Museum because I know Julian Edelman is is Jewish." So Edelman was saying, I'll take you to the Holocaust Museum and then you can take me to the African-American Museum and we can educate each other on that, um, on the experience and stuff. And that's why I like these athletes coming together in a time like this. Yeah, especially at a time like this. Yeah. You get an understanding of um, where people are coming from, because that's why I think like that's what's so wrong with society today is like people don't understand where other people are coming from. So that's how people right. become so one-sided with things because people just, it well, it all ties in with politics too. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the nation like right now is really divided because it's either you're one or you're the other. Right. And it's like, and, and people, whenever you're on one side, you do not want to hear what the other, other side has to say. And they come to a consensus about what's the what's the right approach to accomplish something it's just either it's just either party is just over dominating one one other the party people don't like people don't care what's right or wrong they're just going to ride for whoever they're a part of right which that's not supposed to be the case that's supposed to be whoever whoever you're with you're supposed to agree with certain things that that whatever whatever policies that they have or whatever you that's going to benefit you, because you can, I don't I don't know like you could be like somebody that owns a business, mm-hmm. then you might you might vote, you might vote for de- for the Democratic Party, and then the candidate that you're supporting is not necessarily going to be benefiting you. It's going to be benefiting for people to, you know, have other benefits and take more taxes out of your pocket. Right. So that might ineffectively hurt you per se. But you're gonna ride for the Democrats, even though that's what you think is 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 right. But you're not truly educated on that. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm like, saying. and so like, 
with with today is like people are just so the like one sided. So like what what Drew Brees had to say, he he doesn't he didn't understand and he just didn't get that other perspective. Right. So it, it was just it had to take for somebody else that was close to close to him, his own teammate, his running back, you know, one of one of the two best players that's on the team. Right. To actually have like a sit down with him and tell him about, okay, this is why yeah. we do uh, we we do this, is so that he can understand. Yeah, have that un- uncomfortable conversation. Right. And yeah, like this is a great time. Like this is the time now that we need to have these uncomfortable conversations. It may be awkward and uncomfortable, but it's supposed to be. Like it's, it's gonna to yeah, it's an uncomfortable topic. So you gotta have those. You gotta have those conversations, like with your family, friends. At like, um, you just have to have those conversations. Because it's it's weird to to talk about something that you're not used to, right? Just like with like with schoolwork, and people say like school is hard. School is not hard. It's just you're learning something new, so you're not used to it. You don't you you don't know anything about it. So when it comes to you, you don't understand it. It's because you've never seen it before. Yeah, and then if you have these uncomfortable conversations, like like which what you said with family members, it's like you're uncomfortable with it because people are saying their perspectives, and then you don't want to sit there and try to have an argument with them because, well, for one, you're having a conversation, and if for a conversation to reach some sort of an agreement, you're supposed to sit back and listen to what that person has to say, even if you disagree with them, right. Even if you disagree with them, you can say, I, I disagree with this all the way through. But then to sit there and then just listen to everything, what they had to say and have an understanding is, is weird for people. So I think what you said is, well, that's what people should have. So like right. my, in my family, like I'm for some people, like I don't talk about politics with for some people in my family, because some people in my family, like we have, I think everybody in the family like has like at least one or two people that's like completely biased right yeah but like in general in my family like we can talk about some some things like oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) yesterday oh hey mr ryan really come on john oh my gosh really Bro, like, they know what I'm doing right now. Like, oh my god, I swear. This is why. This is why I really, I'm really thinking about like not doing YouTube. <laughs> like, bro, they just come. All right, hold up. I completely forgot what I was saying. You're saying, um, what's saying? How you can have that these type of conversations in your family? Like, you have that biased person, but you can still have those conversation but i have but i have a, just besides that person i i can have a conversation in general with my family and even like with my cousins and stuff because we want to because in our family it's like we kind of want to have that all right we can agree on certain things and we can be together instead of like we can sit there and then like we look at each other and we're like oh this person likes this person so i'm not gonna like this per- i'm not gonna like this person because he like he likes this person. Right. Like, that's just petty. Mm-hmm. You know? Hold up. Jenna, go in your cage. 
Jenna, go in your cage. Go in your cage. 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 She all up under. Can you hear her breathing? Mm-hmm. Go in cage. She's literally licking my, my leg and breathing all over the place. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bro, I freaking lost, lost it again. Hold up. Okay, hold up. You were saying I was oh petty, like, if just because one person don't like me, don't like him or something like that. Right. So, when some like, somebody can be petty and be like, okay, I don't like this person because this person likes this person. We, we, ne- we don't try to do that in our family. Right. So we always have that conversation like, okay, this is why why do you come from this perspective? Like, why do you why do you think this person should be you you like this person? Because we can have those educated conversations. Because like I said, um in the last podcast where we talk about um I forgot what we we talk about being de- democratic or republican. Yeah, I said team. personally it, yeah. Juneteenth podcast. I said personally, it's not it's not wrong to be Republican, but you should be educated on what what you know and what's why do you like them? Right, like and you have so to like, you have to understand both sides, both both perspectives at first, right. so that you can make your final decision. Right, and you have to understand like you have to understand the policies that they're going to be putting through and the effects that they're that what they're going to be implementing after mm-hmm. the policies. So like. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but I can talk about a lot of them. But, like, you you should have an understanding. And so, like, and with these un- uncomfortable conversations, you ev- everybody should be re- reaching a consensus and actually be together because we shouldn't be sitting here divided. Like, instead of, like, when people would say, like, never talk about money and politics at the table, you should be talking about money and politics mm-hmm. because that's how you know who somebody truly is, and if you want to really have a, a real bond, you should really truly be understanding where people come from and how people think. Right. So that's my perspective on for, for me to have those uncomfortable conversations just to reach a general consensus on like, okay, you like this person? Okay, I understand where you're coming from, and this is how I can learn and I can learn from where you're coming from and how you think, so I can respect your opinion. Right. So that's my right. that's my take. Yeah, uh, I agree with what you said because what's the name? Like you have to know, you have to understand both sides equally. So it's like so with the people saying, "Oh, like a race, um, like discrimination and stuff doesn't happen." I've never seen it. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. Just because you don't, just because it could be two black people. One person doesn't face as much discrimination or hasn't really seen it as much as the other. That doesn't mean it's not an issue. And we see it as time and time over again. Like we saw this with back in the day with Emmett, like um, Emmett Till and this situation and then Rodney King and now up to um, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Like we see the we see the discrimination happening. That doesn't mean it's not just because it doesn't happen to you doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. So. That's why um, both and with Drew Brees and Deshaun Jackson, I just feel that both of those comments and posts were out of ignorance. Like they had a they had a different intention in mind, but it was made out of ignorance. But I do appreciate how both of them tried to um, educate themselves. Like they both got educated on the situation. I don't, but I also don't think Drew Brees should have been called a racist or people should have been out chanting "F Drew Brees" and all that. Yeah, but, yeah. 
All right, so um, we're gonna move on to the next segment, but we're gonna before you um, before you move on, yeah. Just like it's a Richard Pryor thing. I gotta get it off my mind. <laughs> when you were talking about, um, it's a Richard Pryor thing. So he made it. He ended up making a joke when um you what you were just saying, where people where white people were like I've never seen it and I've never experienced it. And so like, what did Richard Pryor say? Richard Pryor said in in one of his um one of the standups, and he was like um in the seventies where people were like at home. I forgot. Forgot what was going on at the time, but like people were at home and white people reading newspapers, and he he made a joke. He was like, "Apparently, black people been beat, getting beat up like hotcakes. Like, <laughs> white people really seeing like what's going on." And so it's like the same thing. Like, well, well, today I ended up hearing it on. I forgot what I was. I forgot what I was watching, and then I ended up seeing. They ended up showing like a clip of Richard Pryor saying that. I thought it was so funny. And it's like yeah. it's so relatable to today. I had to I had to put it up. I love comedy too much, you know. Yeah, I can just I can hear all the black parents now. Like, what y'all? What you know about Richard Pryor? Like, <laughs> I just I hear that in my head. Like, I know a little something. I know a little something. A little, little something, something. Little something, something, something. <laughs> but um, yeah, like that's another thing. All all a lot of stuff from like seventies, eighties, nineties is so relatable today. Like, and it's just sad. Like the um, that was like nothing. I watched um, what was it? Straight out of Compton, and it was that scene where the police pulled him over and thought they were thugs until the um, the guy Jerry came out and said, "These are my artists." And right. the whole part with the um, F the police scene, and I've seen people. I saw the clips on YouTube, and people are saying it's so sad how it's relatable uh, to this day. Right. So yeah, but um, like I said, I'm glad you um, both of them. Apologize and got educated on the situation, but um, yeah, that's going to do it for this segment. We're going to move on to the second one, but we have a quick word from our sponsor, BB's Homemade. This episode is brought to you by BB's Homemade Crab Cakes. Have you been craving crab meat this quarantine? Want an authentic Merlin crab cake? Then go online and order from BB's Homemade Crab Cakes. BB's is based in Charlotte, North Carolina, but is made by a Merlander. The mix is 100% lump crab meat with a unique meal-based filler that's never breaded or uses cracker crumbs. There's also a unique blend of spices to make a multi-layered seafood experience you won't get anywhere else. The mixture comes in three different sizes now. So it's the appetizer which is 8 ounces, the entree which is 16, and the party platter which is 32. The owner even has different recipes online for you to try yourself. In Charlotte, you can purchase at the Charlotte Regional Farmer's Market. Everyone else can order and she'll ship them out to you. You want to taste of Merlin's finest? Go online to BB to BB's Homemade Crab That's Crab Cakes with K, with three K's. Again, it's BB's Homemade Crab So go online, order order yourself um some crab some crab meat mix, and tell them that Kyle sent you. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. All right, and we are back from the break. Get your crab cake mix, but um. So the second part, um, in case you, for all the sports fans out there, the NBA is back on July 30th. So nobody will be able to talk to me on that day because I'll be glued to the TV. But um, what's the name? So what I like how the players have been using this time in their uh, platform to speak out on the situation, and the NBA has allowed players to remove to instead of having their last name on the back of their jersey have different social messages 
and these are a few that I have um, pulled up on the list right here. So I know some players like Rudy Gobert, for example, he's going to have equality on the back of his. Um, Damian Lillard's going to have how many more? You got Freedom as another one. Um, that's from what's it? Freedom is from Anna's Cancer of the Celtics. And then you got the tra- uh, Trailblazers guard CJ McCollum having education reform on the back. And then um, the, somebody on the Sixers, Matisse Thibault, is having vote on there. And then there's another one that says en- um, enough. So those are the those are some of the messages. And I like how the I like how the NBA and the players have been using this time in their platform to, like I said, to speak on the situation how. They're going to use this time in the Orlando bubble to bring awareness to the situation. Um, I remember Kyrie said he didn't want the NBA to be back because he thought that would take away focus from the movement. But um, uh, there were some people speaking out saying they could, um, you know, they can use that time to shed to shine more light on it and to make donations. Oh, and yeah. I think, yeah, like I think that's a good idea, and especially, you know, because Chris Paul is the president of the NBA Players Association. So for them to use this time and the message to get their message out in the um what's the name? Like to speak out in the situation. I think it's just a great thing to see. Like I say, all these athletes coming together and to show that this is more it's not just about the game, it's about their lives. Right. And like um everybody else in this country. Yeah. I think it you know, from Kyrie's pers- per, uh perspective, I can understand where he's coming from. Where he's saying yeah. this is going to shine a lot, not a lot of light, because I think he's thinking in the perspective of like some white people, or I'm not going to say some white people, but I mean like people in general, where it's like you you focus on the NBA, you watch basketball, but you're not really going to be sitting there paying attention. And like if somebody could have like a quote, I don't know if they can do quotes on the back of the jerseys. I don't like think a, so. No, nah, like not like a quote, mm-hmm. but like like a short little sentence. Yeah. But I, I don't know. But like, if somebody can say like, like vote or something like that, some people are just not going to pay attention to that and just watch the game, and then not, and just like watch the game and just move on from there instead of like taking the initiative or take action or something like that. I can understand where he's coming from, but I think yeah. the NBA should be should come back because the players have a voice, and for them to have that voice, they they kind of well, some of that light needs to be shined on. The fact that they're playing and they're they're putting whatever on their back, and then they're gonna have more interviews now because they want they want to know certain certain people gonna know like why do they put this on the jersey or what do you think about like this? Then it's gonna right. be, then it's gonna be more light shined on from those from those questions and what they're gonna say. And it's a lot of um, a lot of people are talking about like um, well, well, they're gonna be talking about that. So I think that's is really good. And so like I'm I'm excited for the NBA to come back though. Yeah. That's same. exciting. I wanna see what uh certain people are gonna say, like LeBron. Like I don't know. Yeah, because LeBron's like the big he's like the big dog and he's like the face of the league and he's he's been like a big advocate for um no, he's always he's always been a big advocate for his people in this city. Like he's done a lot for um he's done a lot for his city and his people, right? And just to, I think it's gonna be interesting to see like where he goes from this and um like the next step that he takes, right? He might put I promise like the school, he right? Put up 
Yeah. That would be tough. That would be tough. Be tough. Yeah. I think that's I think it'd be really definitely really good. Really yeah. well. And I think there was another thing saying the NBA was gonna put like Black Lives Matter on the court or something. Like on like you know how like they have the NBA finals, like the little uh, trophy on the side where well at least they used to. Mm-hmm. Wait, don't don't they still? I didn't even watch like. The- yeah, I think they do. Yeah, but um, yeah, it but, says like, the. I'm a bit. It says the NBA plan to paint Black Lives Matter on the courts in Orlando. So yeah, it's like another thing how they're, um, like they're using this platform, especially when the times where sports are off and when sports are starting to come back on. You know, basketball is one of your top sports. It's one of the four major sports in America. And not only that, it's also, like, a worldwide sport. Like, you have – you got influence all over the place from, like, China, Europe, all like, all those places. So they're going to tune in and they're going to see these messages. It's just a great way of using your platform to get your voice heard. Yep. Yep. You have um, any other thoughts or this? Mm-hmm. I'm just excited for the NBA to come back. Like, I yeah, I just want I just want to see like what people are gonna say and different people's perspectives on things. Because right. I want I want to know how certain people think, especially especially LeBron. Yeah, because like you said, he's a he's a a big advocate, and I want to know like what he's gonna say because LeBron LeBron's voice is gonna be heard. Well. Of course, through his play, for through his play style, and through what he's going to say, and he's not a soft-spoken person. He's going to say what he want, what what, yeah. what he's want to say. He, yeah, he's going to speak his mind, right? But yeah, I'm just excited for the NBA to come back too. Just right, like I said, what people are going to say. So that's it. Mm-hmm. And. And plus, we all know the matchup we want to see is the Lakers and the Clippers, the Battle of L.A. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know we want to see. Oh, I know they have a good opening day, Ross. I forgot. I know. I think it's the Lakers and the Clippers on the first day. And it's like the Pelicans. I, I forgot. Oh, the most exciting teams. I, don't, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I just seen the uh, the post that or the live that JR put up. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, and the NBA text him take it down. Yeah. Right. yeah, he hasn't even been on the team for like days yet, and he already <laughs> he already on back on that henny. He back on the henny. Right. All right, I got the um schedule up here. So it says on the first day you got the Jazz and the Pelicans at six thirty, and the Clippers and the Lakers at nine, both on TNT. Wait, there will be a maximum of seven games per day. Ooh. A maximum, yeah, seven games per day. Yeah, so it's saying at the most is going to be seven games played played together a day. Oh, this is but, exciting! But the you coming right out the gate with the battle of L.A. Yeah, and then you got Zion. Yep, I Ooh. want that. I yes. want that. I told y'all nobody talked to me unless we doing a Zoom and we watching the games together. <laughs> but. But yeah, like you said, it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be interesting to hear how these people, um, how these other athletes use their voice and how they speak on the situation. Yeah. All right, we're moving through this pretty quickly, but um, let's go on to our last segment, 
as um this will be another let's say another advertisement or sponsor of yeah, um, all right. Um, well, let's move on to the next, to the third and final segment. As oh, this will be another advertisement from Pretty and Pink Jewels. All right. This next segment is brought to you by Pretty and Pink from Paparazzi. Ladies, you're going on a date and you get dressed only for you to realize that you don't have any accessories and you gotta use your friend's jewelry. Well, those days are over with Pretty in Pink with Paparazzi. Pretty in Pink sells fashionable and stylish jewelry for just $5. Yes, you heard that right, just $5. All pieces are nickel and lead free. The owner sells pieces on Facebook Live. You can look up Stacey Alexander and she usually goes live on Saturdays. For all the guys who need an anniversary gift or to the girls who need something new for their outfit, go to a website to get some stylish jewelry. I'll put the link in the description. I mean, yeah, that's right. You get you get fashionable, nice jewelry, everything from earrings to necklaces to bracelets, all for just the low, low price of five dollars. And it's um, it's pretty good jewelry too. Like I can't stress that enough. It's just it's a reasonable price. I mean, if you don't, if you're not buying jewelry for five dollars, quality jewelry for five dollars, I don't know what's wrong with you. You gotta take that sale. But um yeah, like I said, go online, go on her Facebook Live, buy some stuff because um different items be changing, so you gotta be quick with it. But um yeah, that's gonna be it. Uh, it was a sponsor from Pretty and Pink from Paparazzi. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. We are back from the break, and the third and final segment. Uh, we all saw this coming. It's like what Daniel said. He's it's inevitable. But uh, apparently Kanye West. Is run, Mr. Yeezy is running for president in 2020 this late? Yep. I don't even know. To, I don't even know what to say. That, I, uh, I don't even know. Like, I, I, I'm really at a loss for words. Like, how? Like, uh, first off, how do you how do you run so late? And you think you're actually going to get votes, sir? Math. I'm gonna just put the um very bad day clip right here. Uh, Stephen A. But with the sad music. Yeah, this is a very bad day. And they got the the, the little uh the high pitch opera yes. in the background. Oh yeah. Because yes. it's, it's just like how like this it's just weird because this is something me and Jalen would joke about, or like me and some kids at school would joke about be like, oh yeah, I'm about to vote for Kanye, Kanye twenty twenty. Like it was something we joked about, but it's actually happening. I'm just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, time out. I was not expecting that. Like, and like <laughs> oh my gosh, like I'm my bad. Uh, and it's like you said, he's running late, so um, you're not. There's already some states that are already out, but I honestly think this is just a way to support Trump, right? Because I feel like if Kanye does somehow ends up in office, it's going to be Trump. Trump's using him like a puppy or like another vessel. Yeah. Um, I think like, I mean, this is off of like speculation, but they say like, um, during the time with, you know, how Kim Kardashian is, well, is trying to release people from, from prison and who are really free. Kanye has been doing the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. And so people are saying that like, maybe Kanye's might be working with, with president Trump, but doing it low key and then giving his support to Trump in exchange to. To free people, 
So, right. I mean, that's all speculation, but I mean, I think like, do you really need to suck up to somebody to to free people? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it it sounds weird, but it would make sense because that's how. Well, I could expect, I could see Kanye, like really thinking like that. Like, I could really think Kanye would do that. But I mean. It's all speculation at the end of the day. And I think, like, right. definitely, like, Kanye, like, Kanye running for president, it's like, like I said, it's like, who's going to vote for you, first off? And then, second off, do you even have the money to run this late and then be a legit candidate? I mean, no, I, I think he got the money. I, I think he got the money. But, man, you're going to have to spend everything that's in his bank account. And then... And then you got to run out the flyer. I mean, you can't just just say I'm running for president and then you don't have no advertised big right is to come after you like and then who what companies are going to sit there and try to endorse you through, through this movement first off somebody's going I know, I know somebody's going to Starbucks <laughs> let's talk about that you Starbucks st- welcome to the sunken place I mean um this happy place oh yeah did you see that um Starbucks was um they ended up. I, I forgot what they did. I, I, did they fire somebody, or did I they, don't know if it was like because I know they banned the employees from wearing like Black Lives Matter stuff, and then they let them do it like yeah. a couple of days later because they received backlash. Yeah, were they? No, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't fired. They didn't. They just didn't allow it. They told yeah. them to take it off, which is like, uh, what? Because they were saying, quote unquote, it was like, um, it was like, quote unquote, like. It was against like company policy to wear anything else besides the uniform. Yeah, but it was like Black Lives Matter hat or like a sh- I think it was a Black Lives Matter hat. Like, or it could have been the mask because you know people started to put that on the mask. It could have been. I don't even. I don't even know. But that that was completely wrong. Starbucks might yeah. do it for Kanye. I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, Starbucks. I mean, you already know Starbucks is. But the white people, it had to be said. Like, it had to be said. Yeah. Yeah, Starbucks is not even all that Panera Bread, is it? Panera Bread do be hitting. Oh, my God. You had a barbecue chicken sandwich? Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. That thing was so no, good. Trop- all right, Tropical Smoothie Cafe. That's where it's Oh. Oh, you just. Oh, yeah. You yeah, just hit like, the spot right there. But, <laughs> but I'm just. Yeah. And I don't even know how to feel about because. Kanye, nobody, I know nobody can think of him as an actual serious candidate. And then, not to mention who is white. I mean, the only thing that can help politi- that's related to his presidential campaign would probably be, like you said, Kim Kardashian um, helping people get out of jail. Right. And, um, but even then, when you look at who it is, it's like it's Kim Kardashian. Like, right. Um, what's the name? Because I remember I saw I can't remember who tweeted. I I feel like it was Ricky Smiley or D.L. Hughley. I can't remember who, but somebody was um. They're basically tweeting how Trump and Kanye were some like the same person, saying they were both um. What's the name? They're both like um biased or something like that. Like they were just going against on how Kanye and Trump wouldn't be good candidates, and then they were just saying how they're similar, and then to top it off, they were saying um. The fact that he that they saw both of their wives naked, I was just like, yeah, that's not a good look for a presidential campaign. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's not a good look. Yeah, it's not a good look at all. I can't. You mean to tell me we're gonna have a 
you're going to vote for somebody whose first lady is going to be a reality TV um, actress or somebody who's on reality TV. Yeah, like, I think I think she would have support from people, but, like, yeah. I, I think a majority would be sitting there like, I mean, why would we want to support Kim Kardashian and then her husband is sitting there trying right. to support? Yeah, like, people people not going to, like, and I don't even think the the crazy, I don't know how to say this, the, the rednecks, crazy ones, like, that would even vote for somebody that's black or somebody that even supports them. Right. But, 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 but because they're like, they're so like, okay, Trump is number one. We're going to make sure Trump's going to get into office. And they're not going to vote for, for Kanye. So I don't think Kanye would be a legitimate candidate. He's not. He's, he's not. He's not fit to run the country. He's not. For, I mean, he's not. And they would never, like what Obama said, he was like, uh, why, would, why would anybody <laughs> vote for somebody with a name like, with a name like Kanye West, or it was, what did he say? No, he said, I can't remember. Uh, he said, "Yo, why am I, why am I my uncle?" Like, <laughs> I don't know. He's like, "Why would somebody, why would somebody vote for somebody like, um, like who says crazy things?" And then who's what? It was like, not whose wife, but um. Oh, who says what? Well, who who says whatever he's like, whatever he thinks out of his mind, like the crazy thing that right. he's thinking that he would say, like he would, nobody's gonna vote for you, right? I mean, yeah, I will say this though, I I support his music, but other than that, he's not run. He shouldn't run no country. Man, I, he was doing so good, like them, bro. I'm yeah. like, if you don't like old Kanye, was was busting it. Old Kanye was that was hitting it, but now Kanye, I don't even know what's going on. I mean, his earlier music from the like new Kanye's earlier music, like the Life of Pablo, that was good. And after that, it was just like ain't a waste and heartbreak, man. Right, so good. But um, yeah. So listen, I just want to say, take the time, go out and vote. And I remember I saw some people saying um. I know it's not what's the name. It may not be good candidates, but you're some. I think somebody compared it to like um, something where it's like it's like you have a water source or something like that. I can't remember. It was like um, basically it was like if you're if you're starving, and it's two food two foods that you don't like or prefer. But if you're star but if you're starving and you see those are your options, you're not going to eat one of those foods. That's what they were comparing it to. So it's like I know these probably aren't the best candidates or it's probably like a better candidate out there that's not running or anything but you still should take this time to vote so yeah yeah but um yeah i think that's going to do it you have any last thoughts dude i wanted to, to bring up the black militia did you oh, see yeah, that yeah, yeah. the black militia no nah, i didn't see that oh the black militia they ended up uh marching through um georgia national park and they ended up uh they started marching through like the home, well, I mean, like not the home, but like where I think where the KKK was, like most prominent at one point, and so they basically they was like, they was marching through like basically like the heart of KKK country. Oh, I think I do remember seeing that. Seeing that, and they were all yeah. armed. They was all armed. They they started I shouting. They were waiting for people to come out, 
it was waiting for people to come out. They then mm-hmm. they came out. And even in um in what was it in Louisiana, there's another man that um they ended up catching on on the news and he started telling people to to arm up. And he had like right. a, he had an AK, he had a pistol on the side too. He was armed. And then people were telling him like like why would you carry around the gun? You're gonna get shot. And he was telling them it was like it was an open carry state. No, it wasn't Louisiana. It was, it was um wait, it could be in Louisiana. I don't know the specific I don't know specifically. I know he was in yeah. the deep south state. It might be in Texas, I don't know. It was an open carry. I might be surprised. Yeah, it was it, I think it was one of the, those deep south states where it's they allow an open carry for those firearms. But anyways, it was like what he was telling people is to arm up. And so that they can definitely make some change. And the great quote, a great quote from Dave Chappelle, to unarm America, every black man needs to register for a firearm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great quote. Because Dave Chappelle 2020. That is so true. Because, bro, if every black man was armed in America, a lot of people would be sitting there considering, like, mm. I don't know, because at the same time, if you got every black man with a gun, I know it's, it's going to get crazy. It's going to go crazy. And I think a lot of, well, a lot of white people are actually, well, I mean, I said a lot of white people. I, I, I need to stop doing that. But, like, <laughs> a lot of people who are racist, they want to start, or the neo-Nazi movement want to start a, a race war. Even, like, um, what was his name? Um, the the kid that ended up shooting up the church in South Carolina. Oh, Tyler. Oh, I said Tyler. Dylan Roof. Yeah, Dylan Roof. He ended up saying that he wanted to start a race war. He did that so that he could start a race war. Like for what? Like why? I think it's because the well, what happened in Charlottesville and like. They wanna they wanna take back the country because they think that like it's starting to get too I think it's starting to get too liberal or whatever. You know how, how some people like those people are like oh yeah, it's getting too liberal. We hate the liberals, liberals are terrible. Right. And they don't understand nothing. So yeah. All right. Just like what I was saying about the America being so so one sided and seeing things through one eye. You don't see yep. through both. You just you're just saying it just because, but you don't understand where other people are coming from, right? And so, I think I think if they if Black Melissa really wants to, dude, if they going through with it, shoot. I mean, if you're not doing nothing, you might as well join. <laughs> shoot, be like Kevin Durant can't beat him, join him. <laughs> You gonna have you gonna have white people going over. Well, I, I, I ain't got nothing else to do. And my 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 people only got the Remingtons. They got it's gonna be like it's gonna be like that Dave Chappelle skit of that uh blonde black guy who's a KKK member, but the, it's gonna be the reverse. <laughs> the white people sitting there. You got a white person saying black pride. You be like, what in the world? What black saying black pride? F. F oh I can't say it. Crackers. 
sitting there calling other white people crack. Like, dang, man. Like, Facts. Like, dang, you really riding for us. Man, be like, whoa, I didn't know you was all that. <laughs> for sure, man. Like, I, I think it's really, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people. So, I mean, if they're really going through with it and they're walking through the heart of Georgia and people, white people sitting there, those white people who are a part of that, just sitting around wa- watching, I think they really didn't realize that black people are really about to arm up. I mean, some people apply are, pressure. Yeah, some people are really considering it, and I think they're they're going through with what uh, Malcolm X was telling people was to to not sit there and get beat up. Like right. a lot of people say that Malcolm X was aggressive, but Malcolm X never he was never aggressive. Malcolm X, if you really go, he through, was just tired of like. Take he was just tired of being oppressed and take what's the name taking, taking the abuse beating. from yeah, and that's why a lot of people or a lot a lot of black people in like the inner cities was more was more biased towards Malcolm X because they they knew what was going on yeah they they kept on going through it all the time and they knew yeah. they saw the oppression and they were like I'm tired of this yeah because eventually you're gonna get tired of taking the same crap yeah and. Malcolm X was well at that time was more of a was more of a um, what do you say more of a, a prominent figure than Martin Luther King. Yeah, because he told people to for he started preaching for a black empowerment and instead of sitting there and waiting for hope and people started to really go through it and so that's why they wanted to they really wanted to kill Malcolm X. Right. Yeah, and they disrespected Malcolm X too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, there's a famous picture that's out there that you have to look up, and it's this picture where right after Ma- uh, Malcolm X was assassinated, terrible. There's a picture of him that they ended up propping him up on a chair, him dead, and his mouth his mouth is like open and he's slumped over. Of course, he's dead, and his bullet holes in his chest, and he's naked sitting on the chair, and somebody taking a picture of him. Like why, like this? That's just too much, right? They didn't have respect for somebody's for somebody's body, and it's just like when I seen that picture the for, for the first time, I was really, I was really disappointed. It was like wow, even through somebody's death, you sit there and prop somebody up for a picture with bullet holes in their chest and in their stomach, and you can see like the uh, the bullet holes, like the little pebbles with the from the shotgun blast. Right, was in his on the, in his left chest, and going through in his like towards like his lower ab area to to the left and some somewhere in the even in the right he ended up getting hit with the bullets. And I think yeah. I, was, I was like, wow, like they really they really did that to him. And I think like man, like for somebody, I mean, for somebody to do that at that time was really brave, but even now in this time it's really brave is for a lot of people to sit there and arm up and go through the heart of where the KKK was most prominent right. at yeah. one point. So shoot. It's yeah. really it's really a movement going on. So I think like, man, like they're really going through with it. Shoot, I'll stand with them if I could. Yeah. Um Alright, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode. And um, I just want to say this. So, 
Um, you guys can go over to my Instagram at Kyle, uh, Kyle the OG underscore 15. And I posted something saying that I wanted to have this was inspired by the Deshaun Jackson and the Drew Brees stuff. So basically, I'm hosting a educational conversation where, where I want to have different diverse people. So I want to have everybody from like black, white, Asian, European to Mexican to uh, different religions like Catholic, Christian, and Muslim, um, like uh, Jewish, and then um, people like um, what's name like gay, bi, straight, and all that. And basically, I just want to have a lot of people because this is a time of struggle, and there's like difficult and time, uh, difficult and time of struggle. So I just want to take this time, you no, know, try and offer up a conversation where everybody can talk about different discriminations or stuff that they face or stuff that they don't and just try and understand the other person, everybody else's perspective and to educate each other on the different types of hate and discrimination that different groups face. So, um, as like I said, it's on my Instagram, Kyle, the OG underscore 15. And basically if you're interested, you can like and DM, like the post and DM me, uh, let me know that you're interested. And then I'll start a big group chat where everybody, and try and get the date figure, and we'll try and figure out the date and time, and we'll have the conversation on Zoom. So I just wanted to put that out there if you're interested. But um, yeah, that's gonna be it for this episode. Uh, Jalen, anything else? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. And even if if you could, I mean, I mean, if you're going to do it on a Zoom, shoot, we could do that on here too. We can have some people, some conversations with other people. We've been trying to get yeah. people on. Yeah, we could have a conversation like that. If y'all wanna, if y'all wanna hear that, shoot, tell tell him DM DM Kyle on his IG. Right. Tell him like I wanna be on because we're open to that. Shoot, you can come on right. if you want to. Yeah. Um, um, all right, that's gonna do it. Um, follow us we're on Spotify, um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts. We all over the place. So um, just follow us. Turn also if you're on Spotify, turn on your uh, go to your settings and turn on your notifications so that way you, you get notified every time we publish. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for this episode. We'll talk to you guys next time.